Hi, this is Noah Fleming, author of Evergreen, and you're listening to Act Local Marketing for Small Business. Act Local Marketing for Small Business, episode 126. And there's no stopping us right now. I feel so close to you right now. Welcome to Act Local, marketing for small business with your host, Kaylin Amadio. Kaylin helps smart, savvy, and motivated business owners like you kick it up a notch online, even if you've tried and been disappointed before, or technology just isn't your thing. Act Local will leave you with more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the internet gives you the power to bring your business to the next level. Whether you need help with online media, social media, video, or mobile marketing, Act Local will guide you into the 21st century with easy tips, tricks, and techniques that get your local business seen and heard. Each week, Kaylin features a new tip you can use today, as well as a range of guest experts who are passionate about helping local business owners thrive. And now here's your host, digital media maven, Kaylin Amadio. Welcome to Act Local Marketing for Small Business, episode 126. I'm the boomer gal, Kaylin Amadio. And each week on Act Local Marketing, I share a strategy with you called Today's Takeaway, where you get at least one idea you can walk away with now to implement and grow your business. And of course, I always invite a special guest expert to help you with some aspect of the growth of your business. And today's guest is a marketing strategist and social media expert who has captured the attention of ABC, CBS, and Fox, so you don't want to miss this. You know I love me some social media. That's why I wrote The Boomer's Ultimate Guide to Social Media Marketing, which will be in bookstores fall of 2015. Shameless plug, I know, but if I can't do it on my own podcast, where can I do it, I ask you. So lest you're thinking otherwise, social media marketing is not going away, my friends. It is a standard that your customers expect to see you using, just like they expect you to have a website. The thing many small businesses or local businesses fail to understand about social media is that it's not an advertising medium. Though there's an advertising program built into many social media programs, the social media itself, its messaging and content, is not advertising. The general interactions that happen on a daily basis on social media are conversations. Social media is simply another form of communication. It's a tool to converse with your customers and your potential customers. So let's get to today's takeaway. I promised you an action item that you could take with you now that'll help you to grow your business. And here it is. Uh, I think it's not so much an action item today as it is maybe a change in philosophy, right? I was racking my brain to come up with something new that I could share with you. And I feel like my guests and I have shared it all before when it comes to social media, but there had to be something. And then it hit me. Let me get out my crystal ball and predict the future for you. The future of social media and search engine optimization, mobile marketing, video marketing, pay-per-click advertising, and so many of the other digital marketing efforts. They're merging into one entity that uh, perhaps this is not the right term, but let's for now call it social selling. In other words, these tools are working in concert together to build relationships with your customers. They're nearly inseparable, though some are still optional, like paid advertising, for example. You can't really take any one of these marketing methods independently any longer because they all impact one another. So here's the best takeaway I could come up with when confronted with the enormity of the digital age and your business. Know thy customer. Spend the time to create customer personas that represent your typical or favorite customers. Then gear every form of communication you create directly to that person, that persona. 
Don't believe you are one business speaking to many people, pushing out that message. You're one business speaking to one person at a time. You need to know them, engage with them. It's not enough just to talk at them, right? There has to be engagement, understand them. And most of all, build a relationship with them through every marketing channel, every marketing method that you have time and budget for. Your business should feel the same to a customer, whether they found you on Yelp or Facebook or YouTube through an online ad or an offline ad, your website, and any other property that represents your business. And that includes your employees. Sit down and really think about why and who your business serves. And once that's very clear for you and your staff, you'll be light years ahead of your neighbors who are still weighing the pros and cons of, should I advertise in the yellow pages or should I advertise on Facebook? We can no longer look at these things as independent channels. They are all too interwoven and they have too much impact on one another to take them separately anymore. You have to weave your why and how through every communication your customer is going to see. Humanize your business and engage every way that you can. Drop me a line to ask at actlocalmarketing.com and I'll point you in the right direction for developing a strategy you can build on that will make the best use of all the social selling tools that are available to you today in your business. And that is today's takeaway. Please connect with me. Find me on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Google Plus, and the rest. Uh, follow me, connect with me, and I will get to know you better in the big, infinite virtual world of the interwebs. And please tell your social media followers about Act Local Marketing. I would very much appreciate it. And of course, you can always subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Stitcher. Now it's time for a short break, but when we get back, my guest, Jeff Beal, is here and he is stepping to the front of the room. Stay tuned. I feel so close to you right now. Axe Local is the place where busy entrepreneurs like you gain more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the Internet gives them the power to bring their business to the next level. Kaylin returns after a short break with more strategies and techniques to develop your inner warrior. We'll be right back. Local fans, this is Kaylin Amadio, and I have an exciting announcement. Today, October 7th, 2014, I'm launching a new podcast to celebrate the realization of a dream. You've heard me speak often on Act Local about the book I've been writing. Well, that book is becoming a reality. I have a contract to publish The Boomer's Ultimate Guide to Social Media. Soon, baby boomers everywhere will have all my strategies and guidelines in one swell book that'll help them build a map to social media success. To help promote The Boomer's Ultimate Guide to Social Media and subsequent books in this series, I've put together The Boomer's Ultimate Guide podcast, where boomers like me and like you can come together to learn, share, and grow a thriving business and a vibrant life. This podcast is 30 minutes in length and comes in both audio and video formats. I interview guest experts on business, finance, health, wellness, longevity, food, sex, dating, and more. You don't want to miss this next chapter in my life because I'm going to help you live yours more fully. Check out Boomer's Ultimate Guide Podcast. Welcome to Act Local, marketing for small business with your host, Kaylin Amadio. Kaylin helps smart, savvy, and motivated business owners like you kick it up a notch online, even if you've tried and been disappointed before or technology just isn't your thing. Act Local will leave you with more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the internet gives you the power to bring your business to the next level. And now here's your host, digital media maven, Kaylin Amadio. 
Welcome back. This is Kaylin Amadio, and you are listening to Act Local, marketing for small business. And I want to introduce you to today's guest, Jeff Beal. Jeff is a driven, passionate, and experienced marketing strategist and author. His work is all about helping businesses unlock their full potential and gain a significant foothold within their own industry, a position that will allow them to finally generate higher converting leads according to the principles of authority marketing, which is some of what we're going to talk about today. Now, with this mindset, Jeff is keen on embracing the most innovative and forward-thinking ways for a business to gain massive social exposure, including social media and other, we'll call them marketing 2.0 strategies. His refreshing and unique approach managed to stir quite a buzz within the industry. So major media outlets like the Wall Street Journal, ABC, CBS, and Fox, just to name a few, have covered his work and methods. And when not working as a consultant, Jeff is an in-demand speaker who travels the world entertaining and educating audiences by sharing his insights. So, Mr. Marketology, Jeff Beal, welcome to Act Local Marketing. Thanks for having me on the show, Kaylin. It's a pleasure to be on it. I I love uh, that title you have, Mr. Marketology. That's great. (laughs) So, Thank you. Sure. Now, when I meet someone for the first time, you may not be aware of this, I like to collect uh, what I call entrepreneurial journeys. I, I love hearing how people came to be doing what it is they're doing as entrepreneurs because I, you know, I, I guess I would have to say most, if not all of my guests have been entrepreneurs over the last two and a half or more years that I've been doing this podcast. So can you give us the, what I call the nutshell version of how you came to be doing what it is you're doing today? Sure. I'm glad you said nutshell version. It's a long journey. And that's, I I I know they often Uh, are, right? (laughs) A lot of times people outside of entrepreneurialism thinks that it's a a thing that you wake up one morning and say, you know, I'm going to be an entrepreneur. And um, you just do it, and next thing you know, you're sitting on Forbes on the 100 list. Um, it's never that that simple, uh, unless I guess you you're born into a, a entrepreneurial family. But in my journey, I started off uh, working in government, and then in corporate America, I worked with some agencies, and then in-house on some um, some nice size companies, some fortune size companies. And all in all, uh, I always had my own, uh, I guess you would say, business in the background, uh, where I worked at night, and I would always uh, talk about them. Even if I was at an agency or at work, um, I would always talk about, well, tonight I have this to do and that to do. And it was kind of ironic how, um, with that, instead of getting the frown look, a lot of times my uh, co-workers and, and supervisors were admired at the fact that I uh, had an entrepreneurial attitude. And uh, with that, then uh, several times people say, why don't you just leap out and do your own uh, thing, start your own agency? And so I I tiptoed into it, you know, a couple of years. And then finally I decided to go ahead and get into it full time. Um, And and one of the key things I found with being an entrepreneur, you do have your ups and your downs. Uh, find something that you really enjoy doing because it helps you through those down times. Um, not as much as something you're just good at doing, because if it's something that you're just skilled at doing, sometimes when the when the uh, I guess you would say challenges come about, uh, your skills aren't enough to to hold you through because you don't have that passion to keep you uh, getting up and and I guess swinging uh, for the fence. The very next day. So that's in a nutshell how I got into to it. I've always been in marketing. Um, if you ask my friends and family, I always talk business. It's just it's just a part of me. I I love that uh, that you brought the aspect of passion into it because that is absolutely true. I was sitting here thinking as you were saying that that I I've had jobs. You know, I have several skill sets. A lot of people do, and I've had jobs that I was really good at. But you're right. When it when it came right down to it, I didn't have a passion necessarily for it. So when it got annoying 
it was much it was much easier to walk away from from that yeah. kind of job than the things that you're passionate about because when you're passionate about it as an entrepreneur every day you get up and you're you're trying to figure out okay how can I make a difference again today what can I be doing to move this thing forward how can I keep rowing you know in this direction there's just something about entrepreneurship that when you love whatever it is that that you're doing you try to find ways to continue to do it and that's you're right that really is the difference i like that yeah and and what you said uh just now it makes a a big impact as well is how can i make a difference and not a dollar because if you make a difference you'll make a dollar um a lot of times we get so caught up in how can i make a dollar of course, when the uh, bill collectors call, you definitely are looking at how can I make a dollar. But once you start making the difference, that's when you start making real dollars. Right, right. That's absolutely true. So I have a question for you about uh, social media. I actually wrote uh, a book that's coming out in the fall. Or my publisher says early fall. I don't have the date yet about social media marketing because most of my clients are like me. They're over 50 and they got a bit confused by this whole internet social media marketing thing and they're not necessarily early adopters and they got left behind a little bit so uh you're you're an expert in this i want to hear what you think the approach a business should take to social media marketing because i i love hearing how you know how other people approach it and also you outline for us what are we doing wrong in our social media marketing? Because there's a lot that's done wrong, especially at the Main Street USA level, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that, that they're getting wrong. And how, how should we be turning that around, doing a 180 so that we're doing it right? So talk to me about social media marketing. Okay, with social media marketing, let's, let's go back pre-internet. Um, how did we communicate? I mean, you would have word of mouth that was your biggest form of of referral traffic in a sense and so it was word of mouth and with word of mouth um you would meet someone you would talk with them build a relationship and then from there um of course they would know more about you your business and spread the word same thing with social media the the difference with social media now is of course you can get in front of so many more people uh faster uh, it can spread a lot quicker and so forth. Um, a lot of things that we do wrong with social media is we get caught up into the, the flashy new tool, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. We get so caught up into the platform that we miss the basis of it. And the basis of it is communication. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times people take social media marketing as an advertisement tool in which they push market and they just uh, pretty much, I call it yelling into a megaphone in a small room. Um, this is who I am. This is what I do. This is what I'm eating. This is what, uh, unless you're a celebrity, not too many people are that concerned. Um, and people don't buy from someone that keeps telling them, this is what I do. Um, buy from me. So what you want to do is you want to build relationships. You want to talk about, um, what's going on in your industry and, and, and show them how you are, um, an authority in that particular industry. So let's say we're talking about, um, uh, throw out something. I I like to be very random. For for some reason, I always throw out dry cleaner. I'm, I own a dry cleaning business. I don't know why, but that's my go-to throw out. That's a great one. I own a dry clean business. Instead of posting all the time on Facebook, I own a dry clean business and pictures on Instagram and, um, you know, look at my dry clean business. Here's my new sign. Um, that's what a lot of companies do. And instead <laughs> yes, of doing that's that, that's exactly which, what they do. That's funny. Yeah. I mean, and you're like, thank you. That's great. But, but instead of saying that, say, okay, here is the best way to dry clean shirts. And if you have silk material, this is what you should do with dry cleaning. And, Here's a funny little tip. I found out that if you dry clean a comforter, um, this is something I found out. That mm-hmm. type of thing, people are more amped to look at that. Instagram, here is a dry clean shirt, and my cat's sitting on top of this dry clean shirt. I just had it dry clean. That's funny. That's shareable. Um, things of that nature, 
then people start saying, oh, wow, I like that dry cleaner. And yes. so they start coming to your dry clean instead of look at my dry cleaner, because then you're just another dry cleaner. They're going to start looking at how oh, they're local. How much do they cost? That type of thing. But if, if you're the dry cleaner that talks about clean clothes, talks about uh, funny things that I found out while dry cleaning clothes, um, then you're more of a person. You're more of a, 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 a somebody that they like. And so they'll come to your dry cleaner for things of that nature. And if you have a special, of course, you can throw those in every now and again. But don't over inundate people with salesy pitches. And that's where a lot of businesses go wrong. They take out the communication. And the communication is a thing of a conversation between two people or more people. Instead, it becomes one person sitting at the front of the room yelling, this is what I do. Um, a dry cleaner can also have on Twitter, tweet me any dry clean, dry cleaning questions that you may have. It's a, it's a great customer service tool, mm -hmm. but people don't use it as a customer service tool. Now you're talking to people that you know have interest in dry cleaning because they're tweeting you their questions. And as you answer their questions, you're then building your authority. And of course, it's natural for them to want to come to you to have their clothes dry clean versus someone else because they know you know your stuff. And so that's that's one of the things that we get caught up into, let me share my message versus let me try to find a way of engaging a conversation with my followers and let me find out how I can educate other people out there about my industry. And then from that, you start building that type of relationship and it doesn't matter what platform you're on. It's all the same. You just figure out that platform. And, and one other note on platforms, when you get caught up on the tool, if you notice anybody's been in social media, they change so rapidly throughout the year. Yeah. Uh, LinkedIn, I mean, used to have Q&A. Oh, that used to be the gold mine. But they took it away. Once they took away the question board, uh, it changed everything. Uh, Facebook, I mean, Facebook's changed two or three times in 2014. Uh, Twitter, Twitter has changed. Now they have video for Twitter. Um, and, and, and that changes everything. So, so when you get caught up in the tool, basically they run your business. And, and I do, uh, I'm going to start a series actually of, of, uh, uh, about that. And it's basically, uh, named about Google cause everybody's so concerned about Google. Um, does Google run your business, but does Facebook run your business? Does Twitter run your business? Instagram run your business? Who runs your business? Because if you're so concerned about their tool and how to use their tool, then technically they run your business because if they were to take their tool away because they've been acquired or something of that nature, um, what are you going to do? Because you put all your eggs into that one basket. Right. Now I'm, I'm hearing a couple of things in this answer. One is that the business, and in this case it was our dry cleaner, the kind of messages you were talking about turned the business itself into a person in, mm -hmm. in essence. So it was online talking to people and interacting with people like it was a person. And I think that's a good thing, don't you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, exactly. Yeah, it makes it more human, and then it makes it easier for people to interact with versus especially what we saw in the beginning a lot of local businesses doing, that here's my 20% off. You know, Like you said, here's my new sign. When it's, all, when it's me, 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 people don't mm -hmm. care. You know, we're all, we're all human, and we all care most about ourselves, you know, and our, our immediate loved ones. So we want to hear about us. You know, not you, you, you. It's me, 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 not you, you, you. So uh, the more you can do that, the more you can humanize and personalize that business. You you will be the dry cleaner that's not the commodity where they're mm -hmm. just, you know, pricing how, you know, what do you cost to do a shirt? You're, you're the different dry cleaner where you're human and they feel like they've created a relationship with you. That's That was a really important takeaway there. Exactly. I mean, uh, some of the bigger companies do it as well. You take Home Depot. They have commercials where you can do it, we can help. Um, and, and Mother's Day, they're running a campaign with all mothers in their, their commercials. The, the funny things that mothers have to do around the house and we can help. 
Well, technically, Home Depot doesn't help you do anything. They sell you the the, the, uh, the resources to do it. You know, that's a uh, good point. They, you're right. They don't actually do anything. They just sell me stuff so that I can do it myself. Exactly, but they put that human element. We can help. So now it's it's not all on me. Now I have an ally. I can go to Home Depot and they can help me in my efforts. And so it's, it's, it is putting that human uh, element into it. You know, the dry cleaner can be doing that too, you know, showing the, the coffee stain or the ketchup stain or whatever on the clothing saying, you know, you want to look great at the party? We can help. You know, and here's exactly. the before and after. Yeah, now I'm seeing it. It it has to do with the sort of the way you and position it, your message. Yeah, exactly. And it could be so fun, especially with dry cleaners. I mean, how many of us have children, and our children do some of the silliest things to get stains <laughs> on their clothes? Yeah, yeah. That is a whole campaign within itself. I mean, um, you're, yeah, you're I absolutely have, right. Yeah, I have a business meeting. It's a very important business meeting. My little one comes up to me with some ice cream and spills it on me. What do I do? You know, right. well, did you know club soda, blah, blah, blah. You see, it could be fun. It could be very fun. But, you know, what we have to do is step outside of the old traditional push marketing where we just yell our sales. Yeah, here's to, my 20% coupon. Yeah. Yeah, you know, who cares? Engage. We tune all of that out. Nobody, nobody, nobody cares. Nobody's listening. Yeah, definitely. definitely. I, I think Groupon is is a good example from what I've heard. And this is just anecdotal on my part. I don't have any studies or anything. But what I keep hearing is that, you know, while Groupon works for some local businesses, what it's doing is it's just bringing those tire kickers in, the people who are looking for the lowest price point. And they grab your coupon mm-hmm. and they come in and they use your business and then they move on to whoever they would normally use. Or they just go from lowest price to lowest price to lowest price as they need your yep. commodity again and again. And that's not building a relationship. You're so right. I'm, I've worked with a, a couple of companies where they have had a lot of uh, distress with Groupon for that same reason. Uh, one is my trainer, uh, his gym. And... You know, it's same thing. They come in with the Groupon, it gets them in the door, but then they want that Groupon price from that point on. Um, yeah, you've and, al- yeah, you've already set the bar very low, and it, it you know it's, it's hard yeah. to raise prices on people. It is. You can always is, lower prices, but you can't raise them. Yeah, and and that's one of the challenges with Groupon. Groupon is great to get you know people through the door, but like you said, there's a lot of tire kickers. If that's your if if you want to put your business on with the lowest, then it's a great model. But if you're looking at where the best quality value-wise, then it's in the long run, you may have some challenges uh, right. in the long run. Because, like you say, it's harder to come to say, hey, that was just an introductory price. Now that you've seen it, it's a great thing. We have to raise our price by 20%. Um, it, it, it's just going to be a hard sell because – they never saw the value in your business in the first place. They just saw a price. Right, exactly. That's a good point. So as we're talking about local businesses, <clears throat> and you know, I brought up Groupon or coupons in general, there's still at Main Street USA, right, for any, and there are a lot of local businesses in the world. Mm-hmm. And in fact, I don't know, there might be more local businesses than there are not local businesses. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if if we've got them using social media, chances are they already had some sort of handle on offline marketing, whether they were doing the mm-hmm. Val Pack or Yellow Pages or you know any number of other things that they could be doing offline. So we want their marketing to be a whole system, and we don't want people to be surprised what they see offline when they get online and see them in social media. So how can we integrate those two things? I'm glad you asked that. And that's one of the key components of marketing. Um, It's a journey. And a lot of times we look at it as advertisement, and that's just a one-time deal. So what you want to do with your offline and integrate it with your social media is on your offline marketing, offer something that they can can receive if they – 
integrate with you socially. So you may say, hey, if you tweet me this, I'll send you a, uh, a coupon code. Or if you, you sign up for this newsletter, I'll send you this information. Or if you um, um, like me on Facebook, uh, I'll give you this. And so with, with that, what happens is now you've captured that lead that was an offline lead. And now you captured them online and you can remarket to them over and over again because it's all about building relationships. A lot of times people don't just purchase the first time they see something, even though they may think that they do. It's, it's amazing how many times people think that they uh, buy something because it's the first time they saw it. But subliminally, they've seen it time and time again. And I'll use this example. When you go to the movie theater. They don't show the Coca-Cola commercial and the popcorn just once. They actually show it three or four times. It's subliminal because they show short clips and then they show the one long commercial. But what happens is it, it, in the back of your mind, you say, yeah, I am a little bit thirsty and I would like some popcorn. Right. And now all of a sudden it becomes a this is my th idea. They say this in relationships. The best way to have a happy relationship is to always make it your spouse's idea. <laughs> um, that so, you know, it becomes their idea and they say, hey, I really want to go to this business because it's my idea, not because they've um, encouraged me to come. And so what you do is if they see the coupon, most most people throw away, throw away the uh, the, the direct mails. Most of the time they get a one to a three point three uh, percent return, but it gets in their mind. And if it's something that's enticing enough to, for them to log on line, which that takes a little effort. So if you can make it something that they can maybe do on their phone, because most people keep their phone in their, their hand at all times, um, they can scan a QR code, get into your system. Then all of a sudden they get an email and then all of a sudden they get a tweet. You know, it's funny how that works, because if you notice and I want everybody to try this, this uh, uh, little exercise, think of something. Think of something that you think about a lot. Go online and find out if Google's advertising that when you go online. Go to Facebook. Find out if Facebook's advertising something of that nature while you're online. It's, it's funny because they collect your data in so many different points. But what happens is they're collecting so much about you. They know you. And then you're thinking they're reading your mind. You're just you're not even paying attention to it that, oh, wow, I was just thinking about getting my clothes clean. You know, <laughs> yeah, Which, there are a couple of dry clean spots, a couple of blogs talking about cl clothes, things of that nature. And what happens is they know so much about you. They've gathered. They know how to give you messaging at that point. You want to do the same thing with your business. Yes, you may give them direct mail. They'll probably throw it away. But if, if they go ahead and engage with you based on the the, uh, the free giveaway, whatever, however you're getting them to, to uh, connect with you socially, now that you know that they're connected with you socially and you know it came from your, your direct mail piece because, of course, you're going to have tracking with everything. I encourage having tracking with everything. Um, then you know what type of message to push them socially. And then based off of that, you know your local area. If there's any local events, you send it to them. You want to be their their hometown hero. You remember the days, and, and, and I may be dating myself, but I remember the days in the community, there was only a handful of everything, and you had hometown heroes. You had the guy, that's the mechanic. He is the mechanic for this community. Mm -hmm. This is the dry cleaner for this community. Those were the days where... You just know that's what that person does. And um, nowadays with so many businesses coming and going and so much going on, you want to kind of get them back to that and to where whenever they think of it, they just think of your business. And, of course, we call it in a, a fancy word in marketing called branding. But um, that's what you want to do. And the only way to do that is you have to touch them several times in different ways to where it's just common sense from that point on. Whenever they want something that you offer, they automatically just think of you. Interesting. So if we stick with the dry cleaner example, they could put some sort of offline marketing piece out that says, like us on Facebook and get a coupon to dry clean one shirt for free. 
something exactly. like that, right? Okay. Yeah. And then in order mm-hmm. to track that stuff, maybe if if that message was in a certain sort of mailer or to a certain area, then what they send somewhere else or what they advertise in a magazine or at the train station or in some other offline marketing would be a different offer. Maybe it wouldn't be a shirt. Maybe it would be, you know, something else. And then that way they would know where those where those likes came from. And or what you do is you just set up um, uh, different QR codes, and those QR codes will have your tracking. Ah, um, that's and, right. Yeah. And, and in case code. for people who who don't remember what a QR code is, because they they didn't take off as as well as people thought that they might in the beginning, they're those square. Uh, they almost look like a piece of art. They're the square yeah. black and they're often black and white. They're not always black and white, but yeah. um, codes that you you use a scan. Scanners are free. You just download some sort of app to your phone that scans QR codes. That stands for is it Quick Response? I think. Yes. Yes. And, and you can scan yes. it, and, and it takes you. It takes you somewhere. Mm-hmm. There's embedded information like there is in a barcode, except you can embed more information in a QR code than you can a barcode, and it takes you somewhere so your mobile phone you might you might end up online on a website or on a form or you know at on a video any number of things the qr code can can take you your customer on a journey or uh, another option would be to set up a landing page and just have that on the site i mean on the piece of material and they go there and put in their name and email Uh, that's another way of tracking and you just set up one for each or the last way would be um, hashtags. Hashtags are kind of the new QR code. Oh, but that's an interesting, yeah. Yeah, have them put in, uh, follow me on, on Facebook or follow me on Twitter um, and put this hashtag. And if you put this hashtag, I'll send you back the coupon. Right. That type of thing. Yeah, leave me a message. So, and, of course, yeah. I'm sure, uh, would these things be considered contests? They can be considered contests. Because there are some legal um, no. ramifications, I'm sure, to contest. So it's always a good idea maybe to consult with with your attorney as well as, as the person helping you with your marketing campaign yeah. to make sure that you're not saying anything you shouldn't be saying. Exactly. Because with contests, everyone can't win. And so if you're giving it to everyone that does it, it's not particularly it's, a contest. Okay, I get it. Yeah. And right. yeah, but you can run a contest and that's another way that you don't have to obligate yourself to giving something to everyone. Um, you can run a contest and then give it away to a handful of, 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 of winners. Um, that's another way because people don't mind. Um, you know, as much, many people have played a lotto, you know, people don't mind, um, not right. winning. Right. Um, they're, ho- they're more ho- hopeful that they will be the winner than they are upset that they weren't the winner. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So. All right. I have. So we were talking about QR codes. You brought up mobile. So mobile marketing was a whole nother thing, right? So the internet comes around, and a lot of Main Street USA says, "Oh, you know, websites. Pff, I don't need that." And then they start to realize, "Oh, wait, maybe I do need a website." And now they're they're feeling the same way about social media marketing. But then shortly on the heels of the internet becoming a tool for marketing, mobile. You know, mobile technology came in and really shifted the world again, this new technology. So now there's something called mobile marketing as well because your desktop computer and your mobile devices are two different pieces of technology and they, they connect to and cruise around the Internet differently because they're two different pieces of technology. So how can I now bring mobile into my social media you are asking the brilliant questions Ooh, I, I like you. i like being brilliant okay <laughs> because mobile if you're a local business it's critical that you have a mobile presence um, nowadays uh with mobile there's geo tracking and there's personalized search so based on that person's location it brings up certain results if they're looking on a mobile device and based on their personal behaviors, what they search for, what they talk about on their social, things of that nature, what they get in their inbox on their emails, it brings up certain results. So people get 
different results. Uh, you could be sitting side by side, search for the exact same thing, get total separate results. Now, that, um, now take a pause there because that is really important for people to understand. Your smartphone, first of all, one of the reasons why it's smart is because it knows where you are on the earth. Uh, mm-hmm. you, with uh, what do we call the longitude and latitude? You know, it, it literally knows within yeah, geolocation yeah, yeah geolocation knows within a pretty small circumference where you exist on earth when you're when you're using that phone and what jeff is saying is p- companies like google who are just absorbing all the data from all the keystrokes that you've been doing or or facebook same kind of thing they're they're keeping hold of all this data and they know so much about you they know where you are they know what you just searched for. They know the kinds of things you like because they've got all this data about you. So me sitting next to my my girlfriend here, and we both look for the for the same thing. The same we both look for a dry cleaner, but we might get different results standing basically in the same place on the earth based on the kinds of things we look at online. That's what you're saying, right? That's a, I didn't realize the, that. That's amazing. Yeah, that that's what's that really hurts SEO because yeah. sometimes in SEO you're like you're ranking and, and they pull it up and then they don't see it and you're trying to explain to them. Oh well, it's and it sounds like you're waffling. Well, it's it's your search habits, and, but really, um, that is how it works, and that's why you want to touch them with different things such as emails and in social uh, postings and and direct mail where they interact with you because now it becomes a part of their search habits right. and it's a better chance of them showing. So here's another reason why mobile is so important. Gone are the days where people say, I want to go out and they look in the phone book. I don't even know why you get yellow pages anymore. I don't know. It goes right in the recycling. Yeah. I, it just is a dead tech. It's a dead technique now, but Everyone will get on their phone or tablet and say, huh, let me see where I should go. Now, if you have an Android device, you're always logged in. If you have an Apple device, you're not. But if you're using Google products, you you nine times out of ten will have to log in. So it's pulling all of your search behaviors, your web history, your emails, your social behaviors, and so forth. And based on that, it's rendering you results. So... What you want to do as a local business is don't try to conquer the world. You want to conquer your 25-mile radius mm-hmm. because that's who you're servicing. So you want to make sure that if they're in that area, all your citation sites, which are like Yelp and uh, Yellow Page, uh, Super Pages, yeah, those types of directories, sites, yeah. Yes, make sure that they that you're listed. A lot of that's one of the biggest mistakes I find in local businesses. They don't even do that, and it's it's something that's very low cost. Uh, it's very easy to do, um, but they don't, or they'll they'll let the the directory list them, but not edit it. They don't mm-hmm. claim the listing. Yeah. And so since they don't claim the listing, that they they are leaving their business in the hands of the, these businesses, and so they may put the wrong information. So what you want to do is you want to you want to make sure that that's taken care of. Uh, and then the second thing you want to do is if you're posting socially uh, enough educational content, people that are on like Facebook, when you type Facebook, pull up Facebook and start typing, it will give you its own search algorithm, which uh, it's pretty much on the heels of Google when it comes to search. People are searching Facebook a lot more nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, it'll say, do you want something near you? And, and and just look, when you search Google and Facebook, it'll ask you, and Bing, do you want something near you? Okay, you can pick that, but Facebook goes even further. Or do you want something that your friends recommend? Now, mm. why I say that's so interesting is this. If you're posting and most of their friends have liked your page or have reviewed your business right you're automatically going to come up on top right and so what happens is if you're socially active you have a better chance of showing up over your competitors 
that aren't socially active because most of those people's friends that are in their local area are interacting with you. So, of course, you're going to pull yourself up when you people search for that particular thing. And it's sort of like a snowball effect. The more people that, that like you, the more people that know about you, the more people that will know about you. So um, that's one of the ways to, to, to use mobile. Another thing is whenever you're out and about doing mobile, most people what they'll do is either they'll do the voice recognition, they'll they'll do Google Voice or, or Siri or somebody of that nature, mm-hmm. and they'll ask. And that pulls from the maps. And if you're not in the maps, then you're not coming up. That's so a, that's a really that's a really good point. So when you're using the voice activated questioning of your smartphone, it's answering you by looking at the maps feature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's a free that's a free uh, service. I mean, sure. you just go in and update it. Yeah. So, um, that's another thing. And most people, especially if you're driving, you don't have time to go browsing and typing. You'll just say, where's the low, where's the nearest, whatever. Dry and cleaner. That's our example dry today. Cleaner. Dry cleaner. That's yeah. Example. Where's our nearest dry cleaner. And if your dry cleaner is in maps and you're close, you have a very good chance of coming up. Um, uh, and uh, another thing that people don't look at is like Yelp. What are, are some of the other apps? And all you need to do is go to your uh, app store and find out the top downloaded apps for uh, directories, localization, those type of things. And you want to be in those. You want to be in those apps. And to be in those apps, nine times out of ten, you just have to be in their directory. That's it. And so, like Yelp, Yelp has a free service where you're listed. Most of the time, you're already there. You just have to claim it and, and modify. But people will go to Yelp all the time and look for different businesses like dry cleaners and things of that nature before they go to Google because the app just comes up quick. It's, it's on their phone. It's habits. They're right. habits of looking at Yelp. And if you're not in Yelp, then your chances are none. If you, you are in Yelp, then you have a real good chance. And the closer you are to where that person is that's searching. And Yelp has its own algorithms, and we can get into Yelp optimization. I actually have a course on the Yelp optimization. Um, You know, you can do things to show up above your competitors, even if your pet competitors outrank you. But what you want to do is you want to be seen whenever they're going to Yelp, whenever they're going to, uh, what's the other one, localese, whenever they're going to some of these other ones. You just want to be in the game. You can't. They say this about the lotto. You can't win if you don't play. Yeah. So you just want to be in the game. Excellent. I have a lot of lotto terms, but I don't even play the lotto. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I don't either, but I understood all of them. So what does that say about both yeah. of us? Listen, can you hold on for a quick break? I just want to ask you another question, but I, I want to take a quick break so we can both have a sip of water. And uh, so can the listeners. Is that all right? Sure. Great. Okay. Good. You're listening to Act Local Marketing for Small Business with my guest today, Jeff Beal, Mr. Marketology. And we will be back right after this quick break. Act Local is the place where busy entrepreneurs like you gain more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the Internet gives them the power to bring their business to the next level. Kaylin returns after a short break with more strategies and techniques to develop your inner warrior. We'll be right back. Once there was a smart baby boomer that loved her business. She knew that to grow it, she would need marketing. So she went for a search on the internet and came across all sorts of social media. She went on all the sites and opened accounts, but after starting profiles on all of them, she began to feel overwhelmed. To do all the marketing experts told her to do was just too big a task. She needed a change. Because she was a smart entrepreneur, she chose two of the popular social media sites to market her business. But after months and months, it didn't seem to make any difference. And she saw other savvy business owners using different sites here and blogging over there. When suddenly, she noticed more clever baby boomers going to ikalen.com and leaving so happy, 
She just had to see for herself. iKalen.com helped her make a marketing plan to grow her business that wasn't too big and wasn't too little. It was just right. So close to you right now. Welcome to Act Local, marketing for small business with your host, Kaylin Amadio. Kaylin helps smart, savvy, and motivated business owners like you kick it up a notch online, even if you've tried and been disappointed before or technology just isn't your thing. Act Local will leave you with more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the internet gives you the power to bring your business to the next level. And now here's your host, digital media maven, Kaylin Amadio. Hey now, it's Kaylin Amadio, and you've been listening to Act Local, Marketing for Small Business, with my special guest today, Jeff Beal. He is also known as Mr. Marketology. That's how, uh, that's how I think you can even find him online. As a matter of fact, Jeff, you had mentioned before the break that you even have a course on Yelp. We were talking about you know, how to integrate mobile marketing into your social media marketing, as well as we've talked about how to take offline marketing and integrate it into social media. But you had mentioned something about having a Yelp course. Can you tell people how we can find you and, and things like that Yelp course? What other resources do you have for us? Sure. I have actually uh, MrMarketology.com, and Mr. is M-R, not totally spelled out, so MrMarketology.com. And with that, I actually have uh, different resources, uh, interviews with other marketing experts out there, um, and I definitely would love to have you on the show uh, to, to help you uh, promote your book sure. uh, in social media. Yeah, thank you. Um, and, you know, there, there's like the Yelp course. I actually have that. I, I, I don't have it up on the site just yet. I'm about to put it on. I'm launching a new site called uh, Lunch Money Marketing. Uh, and Lunch Money Marketing is how small businesses can market themselves for the price of lunch money. Ooh, and so, I like that concept. Yeah, so there's nothing over $10. There's n- no technique in there that will cost you more than $10. Ooh, and I try to keep cool. every technique under under 30 minutes. Some of them may take you an hour to do, but I try to keep them under 30 minutes. Uh, so it's one of those lunch break type things. Um, what I what I, I, I came to to uh, with that was I, I don't I want to eliminate all excuses. Mm-hmm. I don't want someone to say it costs too much to market and I don't want someone to say it takes too long to market. Right. So that's why I came up with the lunch money marketing. Um, the site's up, but I haven't put any of the courses yet. So that'll be coming up uh, at the end of the summer. Um, uh, and then Red Hinge actually has the Yelp courses. Uh, RedHinge.com actually has the Yelp course on it, um, which will also be on the lunch money marketing uh, and the Mr. Marketology site as well. Very cool. And and people, I will we will post these links on the this episode of Act Local Marketing. So when you come back to the website at actlocalmarketing.com, you can search up Jeff Beal, B-E-A-L-E, or Mr. Marketology, and that's M-R for Mr. M-A-R-K-E-T-O-L-O-G-Y.com. And you'll be able to find this episode and any of the links that Jeff was mentioning. And I we're running out of time, but I just I had one quick question for you, and that is... Uh, in terms of automation, there are, you know, third-party tools out there that will allow you to automate some of your marketing. And some small businesses start to rely too heavily on that. And I want to know your your opinion about automation. <laughs> That's great. I actually am a, a practitioner of automation. Um let me tell you like this. Automation is a tool, is a resource. Do not rely as heavily on it until you perfect it. I uh, actually have failed in automation several times. Um, uh, posting, testing, uh, posting too much of the same thing, uh, posting things that aren't interesting to my audience. Uh, the great thing that I have uh, been privileged to have is my man, Scott. And he, Scott is, that's my man, Scott, he will email me in a minute and say, what is that? 
What did you just <laughs> What pull? did you, you just <laughs> That's funny. Everyone needs yeah. a Scott in their back pocket. Okay. They need a Scott. You need somebody that's looking that say, "Hey man, I don't know what you just did, but I would automate and and what I was doing is I was automating for the month. So I would take my one weekend and I would put posts for the entire month for all social media mm-hmm. uh, and just let it run. And 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 with that you can't think through all the variables. So some of the variables I didn't think through. And so certain things, I, one, one of my failures, I was posting quotes, which is great to do. P- right. Quotes will get you followers. Yeah, people, uh, people love those quick inspirational quotes. They really do. But I was posting six a day. Mm. And so he was like, look, man, I mean, you posting one, one every two hours. I mean, really. <laughs> I love me <laughs> some quotes, but this is too much. Right. <laughs> I get it. You're like, nobody's that inspired. And I said, oh, okay, maybe I need to scale base. I mean, just post one a day. You do not have to post one every two hours. So, um, you know, what you want to do with automation is test it. You will fail at certain points, but it's fine. Because with automation, you just do a couple of tweaks, take it out. But that's why I say don't hang your hat on it. But I would say... It is definitely something you want to use, definitely something you want to leverage. With social media, there's some that I love, like Hootsuite. Mm-hmm. Um, if this, then, th- then that is, is what IFTT.com. Yeah, yeah. three T's, uh, actually. I always miss the last yes. T, too. It's because it's if, yeah. this, if, then that. So it's IFTTT.com. And we won't get yeah. into explaining what it does. Go online. It, it'll give you lots of recipes to... It's to make your life wonderful. easier. Yes, it's wonderful. Yeah. Zapier is another one that's just like is their competitor, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of tools out there that you can use. Um, and you actually can can do it in your like in the morning when you wake up and not you're drinking your coffee. You can go on automate for the whole day. But what you want to do is is get into a habit of of testing, failing, tweaking. Uh, there are some variables in your industry and everybody's industry and business is different. There'll be some variables you probably haven't thought through. Um, and once you get that down to a science, it's beautiful when you're sitting beside somebody and you just post something and they're looking at you saying, Hey, you didn't post that. Did you? <laughs> right. <laughs> and you're, you're sitting right laughing. next to me. When did you tweet that? Right. I've, I've exactly. had that happen too. And also if I could add <clears throat> what people are thinking about automation. Also keep in mind that you can't you won't be able to foresee all the variables and the other thing that you never know what's going to happen are current events. You know, disasters, mm-hmm. catastrophes, things happen and sometimes the content that you've set up to go out in automation uh when under any other circumstances would be fine because of the given catastrophe that has happened are suddenly bad. Um, yeah. So you need, you need to keep that in mind too. When something major happens, you know, the kind of thing where all the networks are now talking about it because it was an earthquake or, you know, some natural disaster or some, some, you know, terrorist attack, just something big like that. It's not a bad idea to go in and say what what was in my automation for today, or you know, if you're doing it for the for the week, what what's in the rest of my day going to look like here in my automation? Because there might be some things that you want to not share, just as a that's true FYI. And, and also, also um, your sources that you pull from, some pull from RSS feeds and so forth. Um, check that because one time, one thing that happened with me was one of my sources were hacked. Mm-hmm. And so everything that they had in their feed that was hacked became my post in automation. Yeah, okay. So you want to check on that as well. Right. I mean, it just doesn't happen often, but what happened with me was actually I uh, was selling cell phones that I didn't even know I was selling because somebody hacked uh, right. into right. one of the feeds and was selling cell phones um, and everyone thought now I had transitioned my business into a cell phone business, right? Which, of course, Scott, <laughs> Scott, <laughs> Scott in your pocket, 
got a hold of you and told you. So, okay. so the bottom line for people is automation is a great tool. Once again, these are all tools. So automation is a great tool, but don't rely on it. Don't set it and forget it because stuff happens. It's a, like any other tool. You have to manage it. Yes. And then you'll be yes. okay. Jeff, this has been a great conversation. I really appreciate you taking time to come on Act Local Marketing Podcast today. Thank you so much for having me on. It was a it was a definite joy and pleasure. Oh, I'm so glad that you had the time. And those of you out there, you've been listening to Act Local Marketing for Small Business, where every Tuesday afternoon at 1 p.m. Eastern, we bring you a new guest like Jeff, Mr. Marketology, mrmarketology.com. One last plug there, look it up. And uh, they give you, they give us all these golden nuggets. You know how I love to extract the golden nuggets so that you can listen to this, hopefully learn something new and be able to move your business at least one step further into prosperity. So until next time, I would very much like you all to take care. Join Kaylin for more marketing madness each week on Act Local Marketing. It will leave you with more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the internet gives you the power to bring your business to the next level. Act Local Marketing for Small Business goes live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern and can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, and at actlocalmarketing.com. Have a question for Act Local? Email Kalen at ask at actlocalmarketing.com. That's A-S-K at actlocalmarketing.com. And she may answer you right on air. Make sure to include your name and business website for a free shout out. Don't forget to tell your friends and colleagues about Act Local and leave Kalen a review at the iTunes store. See you next time on Act Local Marketing for Small Business.